Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Jenks and the Hammer podcast. <laughs> Bringing you the latest NFL news and insights from the perspectives of two diehard fans. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some football talk with Jenks and the Hammer. And here we go, here we go! Alright guys, getting right into our special, special segment with a guy that we were both teammates with. Lucky to call ourselves teammates with this guy. Also was a coach for coach two. A, a semester or whatever semester of uh, coach mcgee um a guy that's in our fantasy league as well and the only broncos fan i know personally ty mcgee welcome in uh welcome to the pod let me get that set it out what's up yeah how you doing man in the house (laughs) yeah so this guy ty you know broncos fan unapologetically you know i think you support all denver teams right yeah yeah all denver teams which is (laughs) Which is hilarious to me because, I mean, hey, I mean it's it's loyalty. They've been kind of the Nuggets. Yeah, it's paid off. Nuggets been good. The Rockies too. The Rockies are in a little bit of a rough spell. Yeah. But then the Broncos. The past season for everyone who didn't watch NFL, biggest biggest disappointment of the year, I think, around the league, have to be right. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, just with all the hype of Russ and. And the hype that we saw, you know, with the last time when we got a quarterback of his of his stature with uh, with Peyton, I think there was a lot of like high hopes, and yeah, it's yeah, got, I, by far the biggest letdown. So, as an unapologetic Broncos fan, I want to know your story. Like, how'd you become a Broncos fan as a guy? Because did you grow up in Pennsylvania or, or on the this side of the country, or did you kind of all around? What's the story? Yeah, so I'm a PA guy, but uh, my dad is actually from Denver, so I just grew up, you know, watching okay. all Denver sports teams, and I remember, like, as a kid, watching, like, Jay Cutler and Brandon Marshall, and, you know, that, that Jay game. Cutler, baby. Yeah, yeah. Josh McDaniels ruined that, traded those guys away, so it kind of just grew up around Denver sports, and so naturally kind of fell into that that fandom. Well, how old were you when uh, Peyton Manning came over, and you got to win his that? 2013. Yeah, 2013. So I was in middle school, like 13 years old. Um, 
So that was like, you know, seventh grade into sophomore year of, of high school. And oh, that was, that's the best time. The glory of, days. Of, yeah. yeah that's glory the, days for you. Glory days. Demarius sure. Thomas and all them. Yeah. So oh, yeah. speaking about last season, right? Rough season for the Broncos. A big reason why I was the coach, right? Nathaniel Hackett, now offense coordinator for the Jets. So in your opinion, as a diehard Broncos fan, what kind of went wrong last season with Hackett as a head coach? Yeah, I mean, I think the guy was very inexperienced. Obviously, this first-time head coach job, I think, um, you know, just reading around, he hadn't really called plays that much. You know, in Green Bay, it was more of Matt LaFleur. So I think he just wasn't prepared at all for the job. And I think he kind of put Russ in positions that Russ hadn't been in in the past. He was kind of calling plays like he was still calling for Aaron Rodgers almost. And, you know, it just – it wasn't what fit our players. It was what fit what he knew. And so I think a lot of that kind of went into it. And he was just so overwhelmed. I mean, you see the stuff with, you know, counting down the clock and you had to get a game manager. So all that kind of stuff just compiled, you know, onto each other and – yeah, he just yeah, it's just t- it's tough it's tough for Hackett because like like you said like he wasn't even calling the plays in Green Bay. I know I'm a Green Bay fan, right? He was the OC, but Lafleur was calling the plays. Hackett would he was the red zone guy, so you know when it got into, when we got into the red zone, you know he took control. But it was it's really a big leap from like being kind of an OC to really you know focusing on red zone and then going you know from that to head coach. Like you're the leader of this organization, right you know in, that's. Yeah. It's a big, big leap. So, yeah, you know, I could see why he struggled a little bit. So, and what, what do you think about those comments? Your new leader, Sean Payton, about Nathaniel Hackett. Listen, I think I liked it because it kind of like fired me up as a fan. And I was yeah. like, you know, he's because he hadn't really said anything about the whole situation. And everyone was kind of, you know, a little yeah. ticked off about last year. So, I think, I don't think it was for the fans. I think it was more, you know, show support for his guys. And, I think the media kind of just blew it out of proportion. Like, you know, obviously the Jets getting a lot of coverage with hard knocks. And yeah. so it kind of blew up to this big thing. And, you know, I mean, what is he just supposed to do? Dance around the bush? Like everyone knows the whole – all the media was saying all year long, like, oh, this guy's over his head. You know, he's doing a bad coaching job, possibly the worst of all time. So he wasn't saying anything that anyone didn't know. And, you know, yeah. this coach's code and all that stuff. I mean, Hackett broke the coach's code by just being bad. So <laughs> – no, it was. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. So, so yeah. him coming yeah. in. But one bad thing. The one bad thing is you got twelve mad or number eight now. You got him mad. So I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Come week five, week six, when you guys play. When have you guys play? Always, right? always right finding a way to suck him so, off a little bit. That's the. That's the saying. That's someone you don't want to get mad. I know. Yeah, and hundred percent. I mean, we five rolled around. We're in Denver though, so the you know my house gonna be rocking. Denver. The defense is on fire. The, the big concern is just going to be how does the offense roll. I, so I'm not concerned yeah. about that much. I know you love yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I was about to ask is with with him, with Hackett coming in last year, you also had Russell Wilson coming in on a major trade and I think a major contract as well. Like they shelled out money to him, everything like that. Everyone was hype. And then he had that disappointing season last year. With Sean Payton now coming over, do you think Russ bounces back? What do you think uh, Russ's stats lines are like, everything like that? Yeah, I, I think we've definitely seen the best of Russ um, in his Seattle days. I don't think he's ever going to be that comfortable again. I think the big mm-hmm. thing that John's going to do is, you know, take the the load off his shoulders. I think Javante Williams coming back is going to have a huge role 
Um, he was obviously very good before the injury. You know, Samaji Piran coming over, you know, he was a pretty big, uh, you know, role player for Cincy last year. So I think guys like that, you know, toting the rock a lot. I mean, we added, you know, Ben Powers and Mike McGlinchey too. So we're going to run the ball a lot. Um, and I think just the quick game will be a big thing. You know, Cortland Sutton mm-hmm. was a lot of the Michael Thomas film from 2019. So I think, yeah, we've probably seen the best of Russ. I think he'll definitely bounce back from what he was last year, just simply because he won't, you know, so much won't be on his shoulders. Last year even, too, yeah. like I talked about, you know, Javante was hurt. There were so many guys that were hurt, his O-line, his receivers. So just, I mean, you know, we're not getting off to a good start with our receiver room already, Patrick and Judy. But I think yeah, – Judy. Uh, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's tough. But Judy will be back, and I think the run game will be the huge thing. And You know, I think he'll have a good year. I think, you know, he'll – cut down on the interceptions, you know, have a little bit more touchdowns, hopefully more touchdowns than he has bathrooms, um, second feeder in that chirp. So, but I th- and I think the yards will be off too, even, even so, you know, even though he's going to not have as much on him, I think everything will come so much smoother and easier to him. And, you know, you hear the buzz in the practice, all the good yeah. stuff. He's been all right in the preseason, but I just think the offense is going to be you know, light years different than it was. Last would you, year. would you say over under, uh, over under 4,000 yards passing. You think he hits that? Or you think he's a little bit under? What do you think? I think in all likelihood, he's probably hovering a little bit under that, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that he can hit that or over. I think you know, yeah. 4,500, if you said that, I'd say uh, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be up there with the top and you know, competing for that. <clears throat> but I think 4,000 isn't like totally out of the picture. And then, you know, at least, hopefully, at so least that- 20. Yeah. So with all that being said, right, you said, you know, you got a lot of guys come back from injury. You signed a lot of guys in the offseason, kind of revamped that offensive line. So with all that being said, you know, you got Russell, you know, Super Bowl winning QB. With all that being said, now you got Sean Payton, you know, coming in, leading this organization now. Like, what do you think he's like? How much change do you think he's going to have? Like how much of an impact? And like, do you think he could win probably like coach of the year? you know, really changes the team around. Yeah, I think, you know, if this team makes a playoff run or even just gets into the playoffs, he's definitely in the conversation of coach of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the media painted last year's job as one of the worst of all time. And then if he comes in and kind of turns things around, he's definitely in the in, in the running for coach of the year. Um, and I think he's going to have massive change on just the organization and the culture. Like you've already seen, you know, guys kind of just talking about how things are different from last year and, you know, he's just holding people more accountable, stuff on the sidelines in the preseason game. Um, you know, he's just running so much of a, a, a tighter operation than there was last year. And I think, you know, we could maybe see this team just looking through the schedule maybe when, you know, 10, 11 games. I think the floor is probably seven just because it's a Sean Payton-led team. We've seen this guy, seven. you know, in, in New Orleans win so many games with Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. And I think, you know, Russ at his worst is, is better than Jameis at his worst. I mean, you saw that 30-30 season. So, you know, I think he comes in and, and we're at least a 500 team. And that's not, you know, what Denver fans are probably going to want to hear. They're going to want to hear, oh, we're making a playoff run. But from last year, I mean, anything yeah. is better because it was just. It's a process. And, and, baby steps. and you're also in a tough, a very tough division and AFC as well. So, like, you got to keep it a little bit, like, a little bit humble. Like, you got to keep your minds a little bit straight. But. Yeah, and that's my mindset going into this season. Like, trying not yeah. to build up the expectation, you know, be humble and think, okay, maybe eight, eight, nine wins. Because last yeah. year's coming in, this is a Super Bowl team. So, you never know. But, yeah. 
Yeah, and I like I like that you yeah. brought up so like that's, so that's for, slight for, improvement. Because one thing I'll say real quick is the Giants were four and thirteen two years ago, and they went nine seven and one last year. And Brian Dable came in and won Coach of the Year. So a guy like Sean Payton, if he he comes in, wins what nine games, eight nine games, maybe ten tops. I think that's easily puts him in conversation, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean nine wins, maybe that gets, sneaks you into you know that seventh uh, playoff spot, that last wild card spot, because you know the AFC is going to be tough, but those teams are going to be playing each other, so they're going to be the other yeah. And so you know maybe if we can get to nine wins, that'd be great. And and like you said, Sean Payton, Coach of the Year, maybe I'd love that. So we'll see. So so in Never your mind, that's the goal this season, like kind of eight. Eight nine wins and then Russell playing good like that's like if that happens right you probably don't maybe you probably don't make the playoffs but like that happens you're like happy like it's a good year you you would say for I yourself feel, for Broncos fans I think a wild card spot I would be like that's a good year in comparison yeah, to last year I want to definitely make the playoffs but if Russ plays well nine wins get in the playoffs I think that's a good season just because so there was so much change over the you know the last year that I can't expect them you know, to win 10, 11 games just because, you know, we're, we're fixing things obviously, but things don't change overnight. So it's going to take some time to fix the culture and, and for guys to just get on board with Sean Payton and Vance Joseph are kind of bringing in. So. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. A lot of, a lot of ambition for the Broncos going into the season and I'm excited to see what they do. Ty McGee, everyone um, yeah. will likely see more of Ty McGee throughout the season. Hopefully uh, we might have him back on where the, the Broncos start doing a lot of Sean Payton. Hey, week seven, great. week seven, yeah. Packers, Broncos in Denver. Yeah, maybe we'll be talking about that. And we were also in a fantasy league with Ty, our big fantasy league. Ty's a member of that. So yeah. we might have him on discussing that. If that ever gets going. going. If that ever gets going. Yeah, our commissioner, if it happens, commissioner like, Ned, commissioner not. Ned, who's in our most viewed video on our YouTube channel is a terrible commissioner. He's, he's failing the league right now. So if anyone hey, has watched that video. Uh, if, if Ned, if Ned keeps messing up, I'll, I'll step in as commissioner. Um, but, you know, let's get some of the, the viewers pushing me over. Ned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Impeach comment Ned. below. Impeach Ned. Yeah, comment yeah. below. Yeah. Impeach Ned. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's always a great time having you on, Ty. First time coming on. Hopefully we see it more um, for the fans and everything like that. So thank you for coming on and uh, answering all our questions. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. Hope to hope to get back on and hopefully be a happy Broncos fan this year. So <laughs> Only yeah. time will tell. We'll see. We'll see. Not week seven. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for tuning in to the Jenks and the Hammer podcast. Remember to leave a review and follow all of our social media pages at Jenks Hammer Pod for more content. Until next time, who that? And go pack go. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.